let's go. Pechkuf Samach Dalad. That big word in the middle of the page. That big word, Madua. Madua. We're learning, could be for the first time in our lives, what Yiras Ha'inesh really means. What fear of punishment. What that really means. And... I wanted, I wanted to mention to you that we're having Yud Bez Elul. I don't know if that comes out in the, at the end of August. That the Machaber of the Bavar Mishnah is coming to the shul. He's going to be, he's going to be in, in, in the neighborhood for the entire week. So maybe I could try to bring him here. Figure out a way to get the Bavar to come here. I don't know. He doesn't know that there is a place called Manhattan. I don't know how we do that. We get a helicopter and lower him in or something. I'm not sure. We could figure something out. Yeah, we figure something out. Is it helpful? Yeah. Let's see how to do that. Correct it out. My father says, You know the famous Rav the Satmarov? That was Rav Hutner. That was a big guy. That Rav Hutner and the Satmarov were once talking about the union of renewing the Sanhedrin. Of having an to have this in heaven, the Dalim to have this in heaven. So, um, so Vutna said to, to, to Sadmar, Vutna says, Yeah, but Rabbi, we're ever going to get Sine Botza, people who hate bribery and black and money, who hate money, you know. So Sadmar says, Fagel the canals, Christ. Well, why somebody like that? Don't worry, Fagel the canals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. The question of Madua, <clears throat> we were in the middle of talking about how Yiras Ha'inish might not be the highest ideal, but it's the only thing, Yiras Ha'inish is the only level of Yira that works under all conditions. It's year round, all weather. That's how Yiras Ha'inish works. Because even COVID, even COVID, is speaking the language of the of the neshama a little bit, right? Because covet, sofkal sof. Remember, the desire for covet, the need for covet, is something that sofkal sof comes from a part of us that's good. It comes from a part of us that's good. It gets misused, like everything else that's good. But the 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 of the etzim of covet is that a person wants uh, he identifies with what's right and he wants to be. He wants to be seen in a good way, and he wants to. He wants to do the. It means that there's a kaiyach of the neshama that's expressing itself with kavod. So when it comes down to it, kavod is not a hundred percent. Doesn't is not a hundred percent attuned. Not kavod. That when it comes to, when it comes down yeah, kavod is not a hundred percent attuned to the language of the guf. The language when the goof is crazy, when the body is just determined to do an avayr, when the body is like getting uh, out of control. So remember that there's a little, there's a miscommunication that could take place between between the need for covet. In other words, if you're going to do this avayr, we're saying to this person, if you're going to do this avayr, you know, you might get caught. And if your wife finds out, it's going to be bad. You know, it's going to feel it'd be humiliating. If your kids ever find out, it'd be humiliating. It's the same. And if after 120 in Shemayim, they're going to know that, you know, it's going to be, it's bad. You know, your friends are going to know in Shemayim, it's, it's your Yazidis, your Babis, it's humiliating. If the Guf it, it presents him with a crazy taiva, he'll, he'll put off that. You know, the, the, COVID, the need for COVID is still an Adelic, it won't hold them back from doing their there. That fear 
of that, that, that fear that I won't have the COVID, it doesn't hear that entirely. And the person will come up with some crazy thing like, you know, my wife won't find out. And the Shemaim, the, you know, the they, won't, they won't find out. So then we say to the guy, the, your wife is your wife is standing outside with binoculars and you're going to lose your house and you're going to lose your kids that's not the need of COVID that's called the Yerzaimus the fear of retribution that, that even, the, even the, 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 uh, the person who's most delusionary can hear that so a person, a person might, might find all kinds of excuses and explanations but if he knows that if he knows that if he crosses the street at the wrong time, that if he crosses the street in traffic, the likelihood is he's going to get killed. So he'll stay away from that. Because that's the language of the goof. Now we're talking Mamalosh. No, the goof hears this. The goof understands this. Remember, the goof is the one that's crazy with this taiva. Whatever that taiva is. But the body is out of control. So how do you, how do you reel in the body when nothing else is working? Not COVID, not years, Haraymimus. All of these things are not working because the guy's crazy. The body's out of control. So then we say, right, forget about the COVID that you're going to get in Harbor and the COVID that none of your friends are going to talk to you when they find out you did this. Forget about the COVID and forget about uh, forget about Yerushalayim. Forget it. Like I told you last week, you're going to you're going to get burned. You're gonna you're gonna be destroyed. Your life is gonna be destroyed. Not, not COVID. Not not nuchnis. You're stepping into fire. That that already that the body can hear. Even the biggest baltaiva, the taiva. I mean a yid, a guy can't hear that necessarily either. And that's an important chilek. It's not for now. But uh, you know the ma'aser when there was there was a guy. That, that uh, was the, the big part is the landowner by the Balshamtiv lived, and uh, he came to the Balshamtiv, and he was sick and he had those sorrows. And the Balshamtiv told him, "You're destroying yourself with your with your uh, life of sin. You know, you're Baltaiva, you're destroying yourself. Same with the, the drinking and with the women. You're destroying your life." So the so the parrots asked the Balshamtiv. He says, "I don't understand, Rabbi. How do you?" How do you not give in to these desires? I don't understand. He knew not to ask the Galach, because the Galach was the biggest of Bali Taifas. But he asked the Lahav of the Balshantav, how do you not give in to any of these? So the Balshantav said to him, you know what, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old man. I'm an old man. So it's not my union anymore, these, these things that you have. It's not, I'm an old man. So all the guys. So the, the, the Balshantav's grandson, the Rebbe Baruch Meshbitzer, was a young man, and he was there at the time. And, and after the guy left, the, Bosham, the, the Rebbe Bach asked him, asked his uncle, asked his grandfather, he said, say that. I don't understand. What are you saying? What are you saying? You're an old man. That's how you overcome the tigers. So, he, so the Balshantov said to his grandson, you want me that I should try to explain to a guy what a yid is? I can't explain to him what a yid is. And when the Rebbe Bach Meshbis said over this mice and many years later, he said, and over the years I learned that even a yid can't explain to can't explain to a yid what a yid is. And now I understand that I can't even explain to myself what I am. But I have such kaiches. A yid has kaiches like this. I'm just adding as a note that even the language of the goof, a guy doesn't necessarily understand. Doesn't necessarily understand. But a yid for sure can understand that. Huh? He understands the language of the Nizam also. 
but it's hard. So that's the question, Madur. Madur. Why is it that nothing else in the world will hold this guy back? The example he was giving before, sometimes a person is tired, right? He's tired. He can't, he has nothing to tell. Listen, if you get out of bed, the guy just had a very long week or whatever, he's tired, he's worked a long week. If you get out of bed, you make a lot of money. I can't, I'm tired. If you, if you get out of bed, you know, uh, you're going to see something really interesting. Say, I can't. It's such a time that the person is so tired. If, if you get out of bed, then you're not going to be burned alive because the fire is around 10 feet away from you. He'll get out of bed. He'll get out of bed. Because now we're talking goof talk. They're talking the lotion of the goof. And the goof says, oh, good. That if I stick around over here, I'm going to get burned. And then that's what he says, Let's continue. Keep it short. She ate all them when a person when a person has is in a state of das in other words he's thinking and he's aware and he understands and he's labadik so then then since covid the desire for covid is still something spiritual so when the guy he is seichel is working and when he's alive and he's healthy and well so then then that desire for covid is strong or stronger than it's functioning but now the guy, this guy is in bed, he hasn't slept in, in two days, three days. And he also has something to drink. And the guy is lying there. You can't talk to him about COVID. Aren't you worried that maybe your grandson's going to come into this room and it's not going to look nice? I don't know. Tell him not to come. He's not going to come. He can't, COVID is not going to do with you. Aren't you embarrassed? You're, look at you, you're a grown man, that you're lying here like a, like a, like a bum, doesn't it bum? My wife will forgive me. Right? So when 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 the person's when the person's goof has taken over, he can't hear the language of the neshama. He can't hear it. When can he hear the neshama? When he has when his das is strong, the is strong. Then he can hear seichel. Then he can hear the, the words of the neshama. But at that time when the when when the when the das is weak and the body is very strong, it doesn't have to be a guy that's lying there half dead. It could be a, with a taiva, like I said a minute ago, with a taiva. He might consider himself to be the biggest baldas, but the taiva is is taking over. The only thing that's going to work to get you to do a mitzvah or whatever, to do something you should do, or to or to stop yourself from doing something you shouldn't do, it's one thing. Fear of punishment, a fire. You're stepping into fire. You got to be careful. When a person is in a in a place of virus adas, you know what? It could be right after the taiva passes. Sometimes a person wants to do a big avera and he has a big crazy taiva. Something gets in the way. Something gets in the way. There's, there's a, a guy told me. Imagine he told me because he's such an elegant person. He wants to do the right thing. He was talking about his struggles that he has. He said. He said that he was going to a certain. He was going to a certain place, to a building somewhere, and he was going there to do a horrible avayr. Imagine that he had an appointment to do an avayr. And this is in this is in the middle of the city someplace. And he went there, you understand, with Douglas to do. He'll be shy of the air, so he's going to do an avayr. 
this guy tells me that he's, he's about to go into the building and his niece comes over there. Uncle, whatever, Uncle Yankee, Uncle Maishi. Right? Oh, uh, ah, what are you doing here? She has a final, she had to come here, she's going to, to meet the friend and pick up, they're going to take a final. So he said to me, No, Mamish was five steps away from going into the building. And, and I had this, my niece came over here. After that, she said, I, I, I didn't go to the appointment. She said, she said to me, Mr. Dick, a sweet girl. She, and I just, you know, I, I realized that Hashem's book sent me such a thing. That I much to, to save my life. To save my life. So, but a, a thing like that, when, when, when a person, when a person's mice when the taiva, when the taiva is very, very strong. The taiva is very strong. And a person sometimes says, he wants something to take him out of it. He doesn't know how himself to get out of it. And you tell him, you know, after you do this, five minutes after you do this, you're going you're gonna to realize, not five minutes, five seconds, you're going to realize that this was the most disgusting, horrible thing you ever did. And you're not going to have to look at your wife and your kids. You're just going to destroy your life. You can't hear it. Before. But I, but I, I, I asked him, I said, when your niece, when you met your niece, so your niece said, hi, Uncle so-and-so, and how are you, and how's this, how's the aunt so-and-so, how are the kids? And so what happened to your taiva? Let's get him the taiva. I mean, you had such a taiva, you, you were going to do such a thing. What happened to your taiva? Well, I mean, what happened to the taiva? He said, it was totally gone, and I was filled with self-loathing. I loathed myself, and I didn't know how a person like me could ever think of doing such an thing. I said, no, everybody still loves you. Most people don't have like that. But look how it is. All of a sudden, the big taiva became the, became the most absurd, horrible thing in his life. And if he would have done the Aveira, then while he would have been doing it, while he would have been finishing the Aveira, he would have already felt that this was the sickest thing I ever did. I can't believe I did this. All it is is the insanity of the mice. Until the person has something to pull him out of him. So, the etzimama, he said, the person, when, his, when he has, when he's a baldas, so here he meets his niece, and the niece is basically telling him, what do you think, what are you, you, you uh, the, the niece just said, how are you doing? But the niece is really saying, what are you doing, right? Are you out of your mind? What do you think you're doing? Even though she didn't know what he was doing, but, but her neshama knows. And her neshama says to the uncle, to the uncle, what are you doing? What are you, are you crazy? It's so out of character. This is not my uncle. And then his das was restored, and and then he realized, and he had no cheshek anymore. There was no taiva. Taiva became it became disgusting. And you might have it again the next day or a week later, but for that for that time, it's finished. You understand? Because in that situation, his das was restored to him in a miraculous way because he happened to meet his niece. So the das was restored to him in such a, in such an amazing way. When you have your das, then you're worried about COVID. You're worried about Hashem, what Hashem thinks about you. You're worried about what your family thinks about you when you have your das. But when you're in a low, a low point and you don't have your das, you're just a big baltaiver. The only thing that could prevent you from falling into the abyss is fear, fear of retribution, of consequences. Punishment. If you have a strong 
mind and a strong imagination heart that could be and you learned a lot you can understand what it means in the next world and so on if, if not then it's harder and you have to really focus more on this world and okay for your science therefore even though we even though what the tzaddik was saying before was that look some people just some some Sadiqim and Rabbanim, whatever, they stopped talking about Yerushalayim because it wasn't going over good in the last few years. Yerushalayim, it's not, didn't, uh, didn't get people to come to this year. You know, you, you know, if you give, imagine if you, have any of you ever seen the title of a lecture in any, like in Hamadiyah and Yatayda, in any of the newspapers to say the subject is fear of divine retribution. Men and women separate seating. <laughs> the Sfathers should talk about that all the time, but they don't, they don't advertise in the newspaper. Their island comes, they don't have to have advertising. That's all us sophisticated Ashkenazim, you know, we need to have tiles. When I, was by this, I used to talk a lot by the Sfathers in Queens. By my friend over there, Rabbi Chaimov, years ago, he's talking to me in, in Lashma Kaidish. And you know, he used to always say to me before, he said to me, Yerimaisha, don't be afraid. Tell them, tell them, yell at them. You know, his island. I said, I said, you know, I'm not sure. He says, no, you know. He says, just tell them, yell at them, tell them what's going to happen to them. And it's not my, you know, my mahalach is not like that. So, while I'd be talking, I'd be, so I would, I would go into Musa, you know, with them, because they, they, could, they could handle it. They're not like, we're very, very delicate, sophisticated, but they could, the Svadim can handle it. Especially, I'm not talking about the ones that are here for a hundred years. I'm talking about the ones that, that are off the boat. You know, they could handle it. Especially the Bukhari and the Sadish. So while I'm while I'm yelling at them, he's in the front row. My friend of Eagle, he's going to me. <laughs> more, more. Beat him up. What's the matter with you? You're going to. And I thought I'm giving him my my harshest. You know, you'll never have that Bashkenazim. Bashkenazim, you made the rabbi on my go. Don't go there. You know, if you're talking about Shabbos. Television mixed women, don't go there. Don't go there. Covering the head, don't go there. They're gonna not only my and they're gonna be asked back, but the rabbi's gonna lose his job. Right? Try going to some uh, some Ashkenazi, nice Ashkenazi show in some nice neighborhood where everybody has garages and stuff, and you go there and you start talking to you start saying the truth, you're finished. A vast majority of the Oilam of our Ashkenazi from Oilam never heard the truth. Never heard it said really, it's Namzach. Never heard the truth. So is that's right. Svadish in a half hour together, everything is out on the table. Everything is out on the table. Everything. <clears throat> so what when a person when a person hears the language of Ainish, when he hears the language of Ainish, so what what he's saying is that that a lot of people nowadays they get turned off by it. So therefore he said that a lot of a lot of the Rabbanim and, 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 and whatever, they don't talk about it anymore. Then there are others that that's what they talk about all the time. They talk a lot about that. And he's saying is that Benkach or Benkach, we have to be careful. But to do to, to do away with Yeris Einish, that's simply not acceptable. Not in a family, not in a kahila. It is not acceptable. To forget about <coughs> about about Yeshdin Vyeshdain. That's not a way of Yiddishkai. It's not it wasn't the way of the Badich everybody says the Badich and never it's not true. The Sabmar was very upset about that, and you see in his in, in, in his farm, because they want to make this thing up that no matter what you did, the Badishva always said you're a tzaddik, you're a tzaddik, you're a tzaddik. It's such a shekel. The Sabmar says that this is all made up by the maskilim. Oh yeah, we know that the Badishva was on fire with Jews, but but you think that the Badishva didn't scream about Averis and didn't give them Muslim? He showed many places of the Badishva, even in the Sefer. It was very stark. 
and, the, and, the, and, the, and you have from other places that people had heard the Medici and things that he said, or the Ayyub you saw up there, but the Siddiqim didn't look stuck. Because they wanted it, they want, and that's why you see that the conservative reform rabbis they love the Hasidic movement. You know, you, if you go to the, if you go to like West Side Judaica, and you go to the Apicursus department bookstore, <laughs> so then they have all about the Baal Shem Tov and about the Rabbi Yaakov Yosef and Polonoya, the latest book about about Rabbi Nachman of Breslau. They because they why are they consider reform because everything is they think it's I love you and they love love of Jew, love of God love of mankind. Love, 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 love. You know, it's every aver, it's mutalach, mutalach, every aver. It's the biggest, it's the biggest ziyaf, forgery of chesidus. It's a forgery of chesidus. And whoever learned chesidus knows that it's filled with this chesidus, of course. And you know, the Baal did not go for the Magid and they're going around just yelling fire, fire, and hell. They, they, the the Baal was very angry about that. But the Baal Shem mixed, mixed everything in a way. That it should be with his chaskas and chizik and the ikir is chizik, but yosaimish. Especially he spoke to the hamaynam, to the pshut. When when we're reading mamor and chasidus, you're reading from the baltan. You think the baltan is said those mamor to the like the guys like us, to the, like the, you know the, the regular guys. He said those mamor to big 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 people. What did he say to the regular olam? We know, we know what he said because it's all written down. He told them over reishis chachma. You know, to the to the working people, Rashi's Chachma. Basically, if you're going to misbehave, you're going to burn. And he gave them with it, and it was all together with a package of Nagunim and and with the tzaddik and and, and words of chizik and the Rebbe loving you, but very stark years, very strong. It's a forgery of chesedus to think that everything is lovey dovey and everything is great. No matter what you do, you're all right. It's not such thing. Same thing in the family. I was telling one of the chavay. We spoke about this just for a minute the other day. But the Indian is now is that everybody calls their kid from everything, no matter what he does, tzaddik, 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 And there are from people that are doing that, and they think that there's a new a new mahalach. So I never heard from my father. They should call me ever. <laughs> I heard him call me Russia <laughs> once or twice, maybe. It was, it was really bad, and I deserved much worse than that title. But I heard him call me Gailum. Sadiq, I don't remember him saying Sadiq. My father called, the, used the word Sadiq. He used it for word, people like the Klausenberger, you know? <laughs> That's, he, had, he had special people that he called Sadiq. He spoke to me about his Rebbe. He would say the word Sadiq. I don't remember him saying Sadiq because somebody like went to sleep on time. My father didn't see that as warranting the title Sadiq. Your kid has to see that you love him and that you, and that you see that he has tremendous kaychas. But you have to be careful. It's cute a little bit to say tzaddik every now and then. The kid's feeling a little bit down, maybe. You can be a tzaddik. You have gevaldi gevkaychas. But you have to be careful. This too is a is a phony mahalach that comes from a phony place. Tzaddik, tzaddik. Chabzheim didn't call his children grandchildren tzaddik, 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 tzaddik. Do any avl in the world is tzaddik? Talks in mechutz of tzaddik. They're not a tzaddik. To be a tzaddik. That's a, that's a life's work. And it's true, Lubavitcher used to call different people. And this friend mentioned it to me, and I know that. He used to say to people, he read right in the letter, Havasik, Havasik, Achasik, pure and innocent. So I myself said in this year once that there was a guy that showed this to me. And and, and the guy was very far from those Madrigas. They had a letter, he used to walk around in his pocket from Lubavitcher. He says, Achasik, Achasik, So I. So I, I, I ran this by uh, one of the older Chabadskis, 
And he said to me that the Rebbe himself used to speak about that. When he writes that, he's saying, it's a shame on you that you're not holding by that yet. He <laughs> says, a person, you should, that's, what you, that's what you can be. That's what you can become. He's not telling you that you're a tzaddik and a chassid. That's what you can be. To be a tzaddik. It's not a You tell your children, you children have to know that you believe in them, that they can become, that they can be tzaddik, but you're not a tzaddik. You're not a tzaddik yet. You're a tzaddik in, pro- in progress, in process, whatever you call it. You're working to be a tzaddik. But this is not a tzaddik. Sometimes when I meet a, when I meet a, a kid, a bacha, for the first time, if I see the bacha, you can see right away that it's a bracha, you know what I'm saying? You see he's a broken-hearted one, that he's been he's been pounded on. So I will, when I first meet him, I'll say, Shalom Aleichem Tzavik. I, I do that. But that's what the cheshm. It's, it's, it's a very, very extreme uh, nusach to try to give a little bit of a boost to someone that looks like he's about to kill himself, you know what I'm saying? But stop, for a regular Jewish kid that you have growing up in your house, or a little girl, Tzadikus and Tzavik, my Tzavik, my Tzavik, and you get him a t-shirt, my Ahmed Tzavik. What if it happened to Tzadikim? You know what I'm saying? It was never a Mahalach and Klai That they should understand that it's not Vaida. It's not Vaida. It's done. It's not Vaida. You can do it. You can do it. Let's talk about it. Let's work on it. But it's not yet. It's not yet. So, to do away with your Sayanish is very dangerous. Very dangerous. Everything is good. Everything is fine. Everybody said tzaddik. Because when it comes down to it, when only your goof is left with you, and that's all that's happening is the goof is talking, then, then you, the fact that your father told you you're tzaddik, so I get, at that moment you look at yourself and I said, I guess I'm not a tzaddik, maybe, after all. But that's bad, because you're 23 years old, or whatever it is, 20 years old, and you're about to do this horrible affair, and you're trying to figure out, hey, my father called me a tzaddik. Tzaddik, I don't, I don't think that like, big tzaddik can do what I'm about to do. So he has to come to a conclusion. So maybe you can help him and say, Taka, I'm a tzaddik. But most likely he's going to say, my father's, my father's a, is crazy. And he was playing some game with me by being, calling me a tzaddik. I'm not tzaddik. I never was, and I'm never going to be a tzaddik. I'm a tzaddik, and I want to enjoy myself. That's all. It's not healthy. You're so English. That also has to be with us. He's going to explain. Remember I told you this week, he's going to show us how to do it in a normal way. Not the way we might have heard uh, when we were younger, but in a normal way. So he says, <coughs> the only thing that can help you when you're in a bad place and you're really in a low time and, you, and your neshama is not talking to you, just your goof. But you're Zionish. You have to fall back on that. If you try to skip that ste- step, if you like don't learn any Muslim, you skip the whole thing of your Zionish, then the Nakah Hashmir, you don't have something to watch you on a bad day. There's nothing to protect you and to, and to, and to keep you from, from messing up on a bad day. And this is a very, very great danger. You're in very great danger. So that's one extreme. The one extreme is doing away with the whole Indian of Yerushalayim. That's not acceptable. You can't do that. You can't do away with it. The other extreme, you have some people, you have some old Rashi Yeshiva, or even young ones that just uh, are saying over exactly what they heard from the older ones, and they're going to come to American kids, American guys, and they're going to give them the same shprach, the same shmuz that was given, that was given back in Kelm, you know, in, in, in 1924. 
And they can't understand why the boys are leaving the yeshiva and why, they, why they're catching them, you know, on weekends with girlfriends in the backseat of a car. After I gave such a fiery shmooze, I can't believe it. Arab Shabbos, I gave such a good shmooze. I said, I gave him over from the altar from Kalm. And the same thing that the altar from Kalm said in 1924. How come the boys, like, did this a very after I said that? There are people that are like that. They're so completely, totally... I hate to use the word that the Americans use, but clueless is, I think, the closest we can get to it. They're so clueless. You got these, you got these rebellion and people are getting up giving these, these uh, 1924 drushes to uh, 19, to what am I saying, to 2007 Bachram, like in the 10th grade. And the, the Bachram walks out and, you know, either I'm crazy or he's crazy. And the answer is usually that he's crazy. And this this kid hears the goof loud and clear, and this and this mashgiach uh, whoever it is is talking about some shmuz from the altar from Kelm. What do you mean the altar from Kelm wasn't saying the truth? I'm not saying the truth. How much of that should be said to a boy in 2007? You have to be, you have to be a big chacham. How much of that to say? I hate to say it. A lot of these guys are not chachamim. They might know how to learn. Even that's not loved after. But big chacham the they're not. A lot of them are not big chachamim. And the parents can go and say, why did you say that? Did the, need, did the kid need to hear that? I can't tell you the conversations I've had with, with parents about stuff that the kids heard in yeshiva. Like, why did the kid hear that at the age of 14? Like, what, what did he need to hear that for? Like, what do you, what do you think he's gonna, how do you think he's going to process that? What's he going to do with that information? So, what do you mean? This, uh, this, we have the Masera, the Masera, we have from this. I heard it from my rabbi, my rabbi heard it from his rabbi. So. Be careful. So, the, so on the other hand, we have people that are going with the Yerushalmiish Mahalach. They hold up the banner Yerushalmiish. That's what we. That's what we heard, and that's what we're giving over to the guys and to the girls Yerushalmiish. So he says, "Eilushet Gishu B'Yisrael says me this Yerushalmiish." Those who laid it on heavy and thick with that Indian of Yerushalmiish. Who are doing that? Bezoyz Amanash led to to Vodsha Asakan Hamur. Why? Because they're good guys. All these rebels mean well. Their their goal is to prevent the kid from doing an avera. They're trying to they're trying to help the kid, and they'll tell the parents, "I'm trying to save your kid from from the fires of Gehenna." How can you be upset with me? So you tell me, I mean, my kid's gonna be in therapy for the rest of his life because of what you told him. And not only that, but the avera you want to save him for, he's now completely. Giving himself over to those areas because his life is hopeless. So you have to be careful. So the Elishid Gishub, yes, it says to me this year, Sainish, Vizais Almanash, like Devatsa Sakona Hamura. And the reason is because they want to prevent a person from getting into 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 dangerous territory. So then what happens is, Noitzas, from the Kudafucha. So now the opposite is happening. Cave the next page. Cave in Shekinian Milus Yerusalayim from Yadvar Makoshim Beyoseh Sheishna. What happens is you have, Yerusalayim is really something very a, a healthy Yerusalayim, a well balanced Yerusalayim is something which is very hard to acquire, and it takes a long time. Umei Yadvar Makoshim Beyoseh Sheishna. And and what happened to this guy with this bachur Yeshiva? Him amut kufam mushechas on yinzeh. A person's trying very hard over the course of a long time to work on having the Yerusalayim that he's hearing from his teachers. He's working on that. Well, his kad muhala, but he sees he's not get, he, he hasn't progressed. He's he's still doing a virus. How many bachim are in this matzah that, we, that we're reading about right now? How many? Not just bachim, but especially bachim. Are in this matzah? I listen to these shmuzim. I hear. I'm trying this year's so I'm working on it. 
and I'm still Elias Kadmoho. I, I don't know. I don't see that I'm better than I used to be. Maybe uh, a little bit, but for all the effort that I'm putting into it, I'm not getting the, the results that I expect. You don't want to tell them, don't worry, the man who gave you the speech is also not, hasn't progressed that much either over the years. You can't say that to the Bachas. I think that, that's, that can't even be on this tape. But I know many such situations. We're not talking about the Chavetz Haim giving a shmuz, you understand. And there are people that I know have given shmuz and that, that if, they'd be have, if they'd have to be held up, including myself, if they had to be held up to that standard of the shmuz, it'd be very, very, very far. But the Bach is very sincere. And the Bach tries, and he tries, he's not getting anywhere. So Yeshma Manoshim Sha'ovdu on the Kudazu Shanish Nasaim Esr Esr Rafshlaisham Shanva. People have worked in this a year, two years, even thirty years. They worked in this the Kudav of Yir Saivish. And they heard a million shmuz and they work in Yir Saivish. And they're still Nikshul. They're still having problems. All of these years they're still trying to work on one thing which is called Yir Saivish. So they're, neg- they're never going to get to the good stuff in, 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 in the Bedishri. I'm saying they, they don't do that. They're never going to get to the good stuff in, in, in Ibn Nachman or in Terev Kod. Or even the good stuff that's in the Chavetz Chaim's writing. The Chavetz Chaim is filled with Chizik, all of his teachings. Filled with his Chazkas. They're not going to get to that. And if they do, then they're going to feel, oh, I'm not, this is not for me, this is for somebody that's way ahead of me. So they're working on one Nakuda all the years, your signage. So you know what happens to a lot of the Chavetz Chaim? They just give up. <laughs> They give up. And there are a lot of ways of giving up. That doesn't mean that they become necessarily, that they become not from, but they become, you know, they, I don't want to say like us, because you're much better than me, but they become, you know, like regular Orthodox people that that uh, wear the yarmulke and, and, you know, have flesh eggs and milk and stuff like that, and they send a kiss to Yeshiva, but, you know, there's a lot of inconsistencies. Inconsistencies. But, but to, be a, to be an Eved Hashem, Eved Hashem not. Because they're Messiahish. Because how long? You're standing on one Nakuda, you're Messiahish. You never saw anything else. Not, even if there is something else, it's not for you. So, and you see that, where did it get me? So, uh, 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 an intelligent person, a normal person, says after, after uh, some time, says, you know, I must speak it's already enough. I still see that I'm, that I'm nichshul in these things, and I'm trying so hard to listen to all these smoothness to uh, be a, to have your Messiahish, and it's not working by me. So, it's enough already. Why do I have to live like this? And they, and, and they just give up. There are different ways of giving up. One is total reckless abandonment to all the biggest of theirs, God forbid. Or the other is to just, you know, to be whatever, whatever brands they, you know, all the names that they use now uh, to, to uh, the disgusting t- terms, whether it's modern orthodox or flatbush or yeshivish or whatever, you know, whatever it is that you're hiding behind that's uh, some term to hide the truth of whether you're not even Hashem you're not even Hashem regardless of whether your yarmulke is knitted or black or whether your hat or a fur all of that stuff is all of that stuff is big big uh, diversions and games to hide from the premiums which is whether you're an Eved Hashem you're not an Eved Hashem you're an Eved Hashem you're not an Eved Hashem there's a yid I just someone just brought me a cipher from there's a Rosh Hashiva who was a Rosh Hashiva in Gush Katif for all the years it's a big, big chashavatamachachim. Big chashavatamachachim. His name is Rakshmol Tal. Big tamachachim. He wears a big kippah suga, and he's from the Rapsi Yehudas Talmud, you know? So he put out a sefer on Mesech the Shabbos, a very lumbish sefer. Now he came out in Mesech the Baruch as a lumbish sefer. I like his swarm very much. Very, very chashavatamachachim. So, 
so he had to move from Gush Katif after the Mice, and now he's in Yad Binyamin. He has a yeshiva in Yad Binyamin. So I opened up the safe, and there's askamas there from Rabbi Shmuel Orbach, from Rabbi Yashif. And they write on him, Harav, Hagoyim, Oyved Hashem, the Amis, right? It crosses all the lines. Rabbi Yashif knows no Oyved Hashem, whether he wears a knitted yarmulke or wears a hat. And Rabbi Yosef could tell when it's not Neuved Hashem. Even he's got a Yerushalmi thing that goes like the whole block. And he wears stripes down to the floor. Rabbi Yosef knows. Rabbi Yosef knows who's who. He understands. He, he doesn't care. Even though Rabbi Yosef might prefer a certain Levush for himself and his family. You know, even his own family, they're different Levush. He prefers a certain Levush. He, he knows an Elohim when he sees one. He knows. The big people know the difference. But the little people get stuck in yeshiva, shvapush, modern orthodox, this yeshiva, that school, how do the skirts, up to the knees, drop over the knee, drop less than the knee, this stuff is all. But that all happens from hearing a lot of shmuzin about your signers that you never quite were able to uh, bring into, into, into your own life. So a lot of the people, they just react that way. There are different levels of yeish, the different levels of giving up, the different ways to give up. The more, some of the more sincere chavah, like I was talking about, a little bit about that on Sunday, because somebody asked me, there was a kid that called me up uh, on, on Sunday night, that I guess was there, because there's no tape, right, when I spoke on Sunday. So somebody, so the kid called me up and said, so there's a kid that's having a lot of issues, a lot of issues with drugs and all stuff. And he called me up and he said, I heard that you said that, that some of us have like the biggest nishamas, right? I said that. He said, do you really think that, do you, you think that if you knew the Averis that I do, that he asked me this, you think that if you, Rabbi, if you knew the Averis that I did, you would call, you would think that I have such a big neshama? I said, a hundred percent, and I'm not afraid you could tell me any Averis, I don't know who you are, you could tell me any Averis, and I would still tell you the same thing. Because I'm going to tell you, and I said to this kid, I'll tell you something. You wouldn't have gotten me when I was 18 years old to make a phone call to a Rabbi to ask that question. No way. You know why? Because when I was 18, I still am, but when I was 18, I was a fake and a fraud. And I was only dreaming about them all the various you do. I never would have spoken. I didn't. Whatever I didn't, whatever I various, not, maybe not some of the big stuff, but I never would have called the rabbi to get some chizak or to get a good word. Never. I need... What do you mean? I said, I said your phone call, this phone call proves to me that you have a diamond in the shaman, a big shaman. This phone call, and I, I, it could be you get off the phone, you can go back and do whatever you're there, but I, you're not going to change my belief in you that you have a high nishon. But that doesn't mean that you could do the stuff you're doing, I tell them. And if you want, we could talk about it. You say, well, come on, call me, I don't know, I can hear from But the, I said, you could change your life. But I want you to know you have big kaychas, because regular people don't make calls like that. If you called me, because you had to get my number from somebody, and to call some guy that you feel, you know, is uh, different than you, to do that, I said, that's, that's not right. I said, you know, between me and you, that's not like the modern orthodox flatbush, quasi chassidus, pseudo chassidus. We don't do that stuff. You know what I'm saying? To call the rabbi to say about how a balaveira, and you think that there's still some hope for me. We don't do that. We walk into shul with the with the head up like this, kiddush. You know what I'm saying? We don't, this kid would never do that, never, because he's he knows where he knows his place. He's honest. That's what I meant. Diamond neshamas. I couldn't say all that. But that's a big neshama. Not is a big neshama. The came of the goof went through a terrible hashchos and things like this. A hashchos about a big neshama. It's a shayla. These neshamas, 
The Sabarov used to say that the Americans are the most clean thing. He said he loves the Americans, but at the same time you hear the Sabarov say that after such a verse, I never saw my life, right? But he said I like he said I like the cleanness because he tainted that the Europeans are more crafty and, and, and that they used to do like this. But he said the Americans are more tremendous. Americans will say that. Rabbi, I got problems. You know. Americans are more tremendous. He said he liked that about the Americans. There's a certain tremendous, a certain honesty that you, that you didn't have. But the, with the old school, everybody's got like, you know, everybody's is, is maneuvering for position and making themselves into something else. Some of us said that tremendous. Americans are very tremendous. It doesn't mean he doesn't scream and yell. You gotta stop doing the very understand? But to me, there's a certain pashtus and the me, that an American has that he said that he didn't see with, the, with his island. That's what he said. I heard this. I didn't see him say, but I heard this from different people, more than one person, that he used to say that the Sabbath. So you can't do away with you can't do away with your assignments. You can't eliminate it. But you have to realize that if you're gonna if you're gonna over if you're gonna be if you're gonna be Present a picture that's just your Zionist. And the kids are going to hear this, and the adults are going to hear the Yerush and the Yerush are Zionist. And they see, what am I? I'm not getting anywhere, so they're Messiah. So both extremes, no Yerush Zionist and too much Yerush Zionist, both extremes are Becheskes Sakana, are dangerous paths. We have to figure out a way. How can we get? How can we do this? B'shalom, in a peaceful way, in a healthy way. Yerus Einish in a peaceful way, in a good way. So, what's the cure? How do we do this? How can we? How can we find for ourselves in this Tavshin Summer Zion? There's a bunch of spoiled babies who grew up in America. How could we have a healthy Yerus Einish that will keep us in line, but won't make us crazy? And won't, won't make us be Messiahish. Kayemis, true from the Suyemis and the Kudazu. There is a cure. There is a cure. There's medicine for this. Arzu, and it's true from Mushlamis. The medicine is not 100% FDA approved. In other words, it's not perfect. It's not foolproof. It's not foolproof. Vimu edis raklamisha sikhlai khalish virafi ma'id. And I only recommend this medicine for someone who can't use the seichel in a stronger way and, 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 and has this weakness. Here it doesn't mean dumb. It means it doesn't have a strong kayach to control himself in other ways. He doesn't have the imagination of the kayach seichel again, not intelligence, but the ability to use the seichel to, to be Messiah, to have enough pictures in his brain of the einish that's waiting for him. That he should that, that he, he can't work with, with old-fashioned simple Yerushalayim. But this person's not it's not going to work if he reads Reishis Chachma. It used to be you learned Reishis Chachma. Reishis Chachma. Can you see Reishis Chachma? When Chassanim asked him what they should learn before the Chassan, I say you learn Reishis Chachma. You learn Shara Kedushim in Reishis Chachma. But I wouldn't say that to every Chassan. But for some Chassanim. A chasen uh, that has kaiches, you tell me what the she learned in the Rishis Chachma, and that, that'll be that'll be a good uh, that'll be a good shmuz. So you don't have to you don't have to have a shmuz. One shagdushin in 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 the Chachma, and you're getting married, but you can't tell that to everybody. So for the person who can't give Rishis Chachma to as a wedding gift, you know, or, or a pre-wedding gift, engagement gift, you can't give him Rishis Chachma. 
you can't give him a Sechus Gehenim. There is something called, by the way, from Chazal called Sechus Gehenim. The proof that this has been kept from us is that we never heard of it. Mesechus Chibat Akever, another fine little pamphlet that, that, thank God, no one ever handed, passed out to us, you know, in school. Other things like, you know, punish things that talk about horrible suffering in this world, books that talk about suffering in this world if you don't behave and so on. This person can't deal with stuff like that. It's not going to work. Not just if he can't deal with it. It's not, it's not, it wouldn't be productive. It wouldn't work. So, now we have to go into a bedavid. Look at Chilo, we should be able to learn the old svarim and be able to deal with it and, and be able to help us and strengthen ourselves to your Zionists. Look at Chilo, that's what we should be doing. Okay, say that. Chilo is hafal. By most people nowadays, not everybody, but by most people nowadays, it doesn't work. So therefore we have to look for bedavid. There has to be a good, healthy, normal bedavid. Nenasa eifayt levarius oimek yirus betsura ha'amitis. So we have to talk about Yerush in, in its truest form without intimidation. But it might not work for this person or that person. Each person should try to take out what I'm going to tell you as much as you can. That's all. Obviously there are people who are going to, who are going to run away from that. And even this they're not going to deal with. But he says, try to take out what I'm going to tell you as much as you can. There's a very deep thing that was said by Maran HaMashgiach HaBchaska Lavenstein Zeich Tzagavach by the Mashgiach HaBchaska You should read the new art school book that came out of HaBchaska He was a Chiddush of HaBchaska So the Mashgiach said Something that if you think about what the Meshgiach said very deeply, we will find a way how through Yerushalayim we will get closer to God, not further away. Remember, that's the Tachlis. So, the Tachlis is not to scare away customers, the Tachlis is to bring him in. So, there's, a, there's something that the Meshgiach said. It's going to be very simple to us, but we're going to have to chaz over a thousand times. When the Meshgiach said, a year of this that will help us and not drive us away. That will help our kids not push them away. And help our students and not push them away. The problem, the root of the problem of those people who wanted to go straight with the, even nowadays with straight year of Because sometimes you forget about the burden And you just focused on the punishments. And you forget that there's a burning shalom. You're just thinking about, boy, am I in food? Boy, am I in trouble? I'm going to get it so bad in this world, in the next world. And you forget the burning shalom. They begin with punishments, and they end with punishments. That drives you away. Because that's a dark, miserable, negative world. So what did the Meshgiyach say, the Babchazko? This is something, Mamash, that we have to live with. And you're going to say, of course, that's it. What do you, I, know, I know that. But like everything, I know that is not enough. It has to be chazed over and over and over. Rana Meshgir said so. Now remember that Rabbi Chaskel Levenstein was by birth a chassid. He was born to a chassidish family in Warsaw. They came from Vorka and Ger Chassidim, and then he became. He 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 went to the he went to the to Kelm and he became 
he became a big, a big Talmud of, of the Bali Musa. But he had strong, strong kaiches from both worlds. Until he, until he was a young man, he didn't know from Musa. He only was in the And then, so in a very remarkable way, the two worlds are joined in him. It's very, even though he didn't talk about Chesidus afterwards, but it was in his, in his kishkes. That and the, and the Musa was in his kishkes. He was one of the biggest, the biggest Talmudim of, of Kelm. So he says, the Meshgir came to teach us how nowadays we could serve Hashem with your signs. Not to serve yourself because you're just trying to get yourself out of being punished, which is just self-serving. You're not serving God, you're just serving yourself. You don't want to get a patch. That's not really loving God and that's not respecting God. It's just you don't want to get a patch. Just to get, just to get focused on punishment. This is the this is the This is the basic thing that said. Before a person can begin to work on Yiras before he even finds out and, and thinks about and reads about that there's a Musa called Ganim. The first the person before anything he has to ask himself this question. Me Boris again. This scary place. Who created it? Who created this thing that's called Gehenna, which is a place of punishment? It's not a physical, whatever. This mean of punishment. Me Bara as again. Who created Gehenna? Next page. Valanus is a true. And he has to answer the question. He has to answer with the question. He has to answer with, the, with, with what? Hakadish Baruch Who's that Shabbos Agahanim in Bria Sailam? The Barishon created Agahanim at the same time. He created the world, and part of the creation of the world was he created a thing called Agahanim. I mean, see, it's a punishment, right? The same Barishon who made everything nice, the Barishon created something called Agahanim. That's what it says in the Pasuk, That's what Barishon created such a thing. Who's that Shabbos Agahanim in Bria Sailam? Then you have to go on. again. And right now, who's who's barbecuing the people in Yehanim right now? Who's running the show? Who's who's got the fire burning? Not somebody with a, some somebody with a pitchfork that that like ran away from God and started his own corporation called called uh, you know the devil's Gehenim. Uh, no 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 no. Who's who's uh, who's running the barbecue over there? Who's got the fires burning? Every single second, the Rosh has got has got the fire burning. Every second, fires, of course, just a few. It doesn't mean I'm sure. But the Rosh is is is, take, is 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 doing the punishment every second. I mean, there could be malachim that are working there, whatever. But that's the the Rosh every second. This from Chaskel said is the, is the healthy, true way to look at Einish, at, at, at punishment. Before you start thinking about the horrible punishments, you have to recognize and understand and believe in the simplest way that even in the depths of Gehenim, the one who's giving you a patch over there, is the one who loves you more than anybody could ever love you. It's the Rebbein Shalom. 
Because if all you're afraid of is Gehenim itself, then you are separating yourself from God and you're just afraid for your own skin. That's not called Yosayinus. But you just heard something, and we're just learning something that for, for one's entire life is Yosayinus. For one's entire life. What the Meshgir said is for. It sounds like, what are you thinking about? You're thinking, you said, this is very Pashat, I knew this. Could be. But it's it's And even if we would say this over a hundred times, it wouldn't be enough. With what he what he just said. You see, with a parent, you could say that. But in the, but but a kid can't say one million percent. He can't be one million percent certain in the parent's love. He can't be one million percent certain because a parent is a human being. So in a kid, when he's getting patched. Even though you tell him you know that I love you, right? You know that I love you. But when, he's get, but when you give him the patch, there's a nakud inside the kid that says maybe he doesn't love me. And if that's the case, then it's just a patch. It's just Gehenna, right? It's just Gehenna. But the version of this it can't be, because there's not there's no question about that. I have the assumption. There's no question about the version. But if you only start up with Gehenna. Then, then it could be just Gehenna and just worried about your own skin and that means you're separated from God there's nothing to do with the officially it's connected to the Vajshah this is the way it's explained in the, in the Ramchal I'm going I'm to get in trouble but I'm going to get in trouble with God and the one who's punishing me is the one who adores me. Gehenim is just something that Kosh uses to punish, but it's all Hashem's hand on the button. The true Nekudas HaPachad is, I don't want to do that, to have to look Hashem in the eyes. And He's going to be punishing me because He'll be disappointed. He's going to have to cleanse me of whatever I did that's wrong. That's pachet from Hashem. Not from something in between. It's not the anish itself. It's the one who's doing Exactly. Climate, the next paragraph. It's not that you're remembering the, that you're just thinking about the punishment. Where does it come from? It comes from the inner recognition. The Misha Hizrela Devam. The Varshamu told you in Shulchanach not to do that Aveira. And the one who told you in Chumash, don't do that Aveira. He's the one. And if the, when the time comes, if you don't do tshuva, you're going to pay. And, and the, the Barishlam is saying that. When a person remembers this nakuda, even when you think about your sainish and you hear a shmuz about your sainish, it's going to always be your love of God and your connection to God, not as some frightened, separate animal that's trying to run away and trying to save his skin, but as an oivet Hashem. Is an evidence Hashem that wants to do what's pleasing, and is afraid to, dis- to displease the one who dis- who gives out these punishments, not not the oynish, the one who is manish. That's the chilek, the one who is manish. That's the chiddush. And we have to we have to work on this nakuda more and more and more to work on this nakuda, because because it's, it, it it can save us in this world and it can save us in the next. Okay, kusama kavod, kusama. Go ahead. Go ahead.